Hello and welcome to Talking Global Finance, the podcast for the global finance community. Brought to you by Finance Isle of Man, the executive agency responsible for promoting the Isle of Man's thriving financial services sector, each episode of Talking Global Finance aims to unlock and discuss the most important issues facing the global finance community. Over the past year and a half, nothing has been more important or pressing than the impact of the COVID-19 pandemic on the global economy and the lives and livelihoods of billions of people across the world. But as the global economy starts the long process of building back better from the depths of the crisis, what role can international finance centres or IFCs play in that recovery? Now, for decades, the Isle of Man has been a centre of global finance. Located in the heart of the British Isles, this crown dependency has built an enviable reputation as an international financial centre, consolidating its role as a modern, globally connected and well-regulated IFC. I'm your host, John Cronin, and in this edition of Talking Global Finance, we'll be exploring how IFCs, such as the Isle of Man, can help with the process of global economic recovery. To do this, I'm delighted to be joined by Michael Crow, the Chief Executive of Finance Isle of Man, and Andrew Terry, a tax partner with UK and Isle of Man-based Keystone Law. Michael, Andrew, welcome to Talking Global Finance. Thank you, John. Thank you, Andrew. It's great to be here. I'm looking forward to the podcast. Uh, Thanks, John. And it's good to be on the podcast with you and with Michael. Well, it's great to have you both on board. Um, It would be also great just to find out a little bit more about you both before we get into the subject matter at hand. So, Michael, talk to us just a little bit about your role as Chief Executive at Finance Isle of Man. Thank you, John. Um, I'm a chartered accountant and I'm uh, proud to have built my career here on the Isle of Man. Here at Finance Isle of Man, I lead a team responsible for the promotion and the development of our thriving financial and professional services sector. Thank you, Michael. And Andrew, just a few words from you on your experience and your role at Keystone Law. Yes, thank you, John. Uh, Yes, I'm a tax partner at Keystone Law based in London. Uh, We also have an office uh, in the Isle of Man and I work extensively with our Isle of Man office. Uh, By background, I'm an international corporate tax lawyer who also undertakes uh, international personal tax planning. And I've had 35 years experience of dealing with uh, international structures. Well, we've got lots to talk about, gentlemen. Uh, So let's jump in. Uh, Firstly, let's, let's take a look at the big picture. The world is on a long journey of post-pandemic recovery. What role do you see for international financial centres or IFCs in this new world? Michael, I'm going to come to you first on this. Yes, I mean, the last 20 months have been hugely challenging for for everyone. Here on the other hand, we've we've certainly not been immune to personal tragedies associated with the COVID pandemic. But from a financial services perspective, I think that our businesses and our sector have demonstrated a remarkable resilience and the ability to support clients throughout the world, possibly in ways and using methods that maybe a couple of years ago we wouldn't uh, uh, we wouldn't have even considered. Uh, so uh, yes, it's been a, you know, a challenging time for us all. But I think that when we look forward to what the next few years will present to us, I think the ability for a jurisdiction to demonstrate resilience, stability, and security. When people are looking for a jurisdiction for wealth management purposes, 
or for transactions, I think the tax neutrality of the Isle of Man, coupled with that stability, security and resilience are very important uh, facets for people to consider going forward. And Andrew, um, Michael referring there to stability and uh, the, the, the essential role that plays, what, what are your thoughts um, when it comes to IFCs, when it comes to this recovery that we're seeking? Yes, thanks. I, I, I see IFCs as really points of stability in a, in a world which has been, become sort of slightly disorientated because of the, the terrible effects of the, uh, of the pandemic. I think that quality IFCs, and particularly jurisdictions such as the Isle of Man, uh, are very well placed to help international business get out of the situation in which it's in. I think Michael has made some very good points there. The Isle of Man is seen very much as a respectable jurisdiction. Uh, going forward, in parallel really with COVID, we've seen uh, a lot of movements in the international tax system generally, uh, whereby uh, it's become more and more important to uh, show that you are respectable and socially responsible uh, as a business, uh, and also that uh, you're not just um, a brass plate. Uh, you need you need substance. Uh, and the Isle of Man, I think, as an IFC, I think the Isle of Man offers all of those things. And it is seen as a very convenient jurisdiction for investment into the UK uh, and will be post-pandemic as well. And tax is not really a motivating factor at all in, in many cases. In summary, John, I really see uh, IFCs like the Isle of Man as very stable jurisdictions uh, in what has been an uncertain world. Uh, and I think that they will continue to grow uh, in importance. And the Isle of Man uh, in particular, uh, with, its, with its excellent reputation uh, and ability to continue to develop new business and to respond to um, client needs with changes in the law from time to time, uh, which are eminently sensible, uh, I think will continue to do very well. Well, let's take a closer look at the Isle of Man. What, what changes have you both seen in the shape of the island's economy over the last few decades? And, and what have those changes meant for its development as an IFC, an international financial centre? Andrew, I'm going to come to you first on this. Uh, what have you seen over the years that you've, you've been visiting, working with the Isle of Man? You're no stranger to the island, but uh, what, what, what picture comes in your mind when you see that change over the years? It's very interesting because I started doing business uh, in the Isle of Man back in 1987 uh, and have been doing business regularly in the Isle of Man uh, ever, ever since then. So it's a period of, uh, what, 34 years or so. And I've seen an awful lot of changes. Uh, to start with, much of the business uh, related to traditional areas such as shipping, uh, which was all very interesting, but it didn't go too much further than the shipping and traditional offshore finance centre activities, which the Isle of Man had a decent uh, reputation. But over the years, things have changed completely. Uh, and and you, you can look at this in parallel with how Douglas has developed as a capital of the island. When I first went to the Isle of Man uh, in the very early 1990s, uh, there were basically two miles of uh, hotels and Victorian-type guest houses. The seafront of Douglas has changed considerably since then, and the infrastructure has got considerably more sophisticated. And the whole variety of sectors, which are quite fascinating to see as they've developed over the years. Uh, telecoms was a very early addition to what the Isle of Man was doing. The introduction of the aircraft register, um, which is 
probably the one of the most highly rated registers of uh, aircraft uh, in the world, uh, I think made a great difference to the Isle of Man in terms of, in reputational terms. And then areas like e-gaming, where I think the Isle of Man has been really at the forefront of things, uh, along with uh, along with other jurisdictions such as Malta. But the Isle of Man offering has led to some very large companies relocating um, from places like Costa Rica to actually to be in the Isle of Man and employ considerable numbers of staff. Uh, the other area, which is I think is fascinating, is, is films. Because when I first went to the Isle of Man, uh, I realised that there are so many different micro environments in the Isle of Man. You could be in the southeast of England, you could be on the west coast of Ireland, you could be in the highlands of Scotland, uh, or you could be on the, uh, on the coast on the South Downs in England. Uh, all these different environments have meant that uh, not only is it fascinating for me as a business visitor, but for the film industry was um, was a godsend because there were so many different uh, environments in which you could make in which you could make films. And my understanding is that that's been a very successful part of the growing Isle of Man economy. So that's an exciting picture uh, that Andrew's uh, creating there of the Isle of Man and how the economy's changed. I'll put, I'll put the question now to you, Michael. How have you seen things change over the years? Thank you, John. This is a, a place I'm proud to call my home, and uh, I've uh, you know grown up here. Um, and in the you know in the 1970s, the economy was a lot different. You know, heavily dependent on on the tourism uh, trade. You know, in my lifetime, in the past you know, four decades, the economy has changed immeasurably. The fascinating developments we've seen both within financial services, but also within other aspects of manufacturing and uh, e-gaming has been mentioned, and other aspects of our economy have been really very interesting indeed. Before I took this job uh, working for the government, I had a professional career on the Isle of Man. I'm a chartered accountant and I was also the president of the Chamber of Commerce. And the variety of businesses that we have here and sectors is, is really, I would say, second to none. Andrew mentioned some of the infrastructure changes that we've seen over time. And I think one of those is uh, the nature of our connectivity from a data perspective. We've got five subsea interconnect cables with Ireland and the UK. Uh, which provides a lot of resilience for businesses when they're looking at the Isle of Man as a potential home, and also for people looking uh, you know, to do business with us here on the Isle of Man. So that uh, the, the infrastructure is very important, but also one thing that which I think is very important within financial services and within the economy generally is the fact that we do have diversification. So we you know, we don't have concentration risk in certain you know, subsets of our of uh, of our economy or within financial services, and I think that's. That's very important that we've been able to develop, you know, that broad based economy uh, over the past number of decades. And it certainly is a varied place to work and I think offers some quite interesting opportunities for people, both here and people looking at the Isle of Man as a potential place for them to, to further their career. The kind of exposure that you get here to different types of international business is uh, probably second to none. Very good. Thank you, Michael. Thank you for that. Now. A strong reputation, and you referred to this already, Andrew, is essential for any successful IFC. How well regarded is the Isle of Man's reputation as an IFC compared to its global rivals? Andrew, uh, I'm going to come to you first on this as you're uh, looking from the outside in, as it were, to the Isle of Man. What's your view on the island's reputation as an IFC? I think as an IFC, uh, the Isle of Man has a, a stellar reputation. Uh, at one time, uh, it was rated by Standard and Poor's, and it was rated uh, AAA for for some considerable time, which actually at that time gave it a higher rating than the than the US 
which I think says something. Um, it, it rated by Moody's at the moment, uh, the latest, my latest information, it's rated AA3 as a single credit rating, fiscal strength of AAA, and the comment by Moody's is that the credit strength is outstanding and it has uh, large reserves and no, um, and, and no debt and also very strong public finances, uh, I quote. So all these factors, A, they're very interesting, but B, when I talk to clients who are looking to establish arrangements in the Isle of Man, uh, the first thing they ask is, what is the credit rating? What is the rating of the jurisdiction? A credit rating is very important to, to, many, to many of our clients, and they look very closely at this, and they compare the Isle of Man with other jurisdictions, many of which will have a lower rating, and some of which have not submitted to rating at all. So the Isle of Man does extremely well in that, uh, in, in this sort of hard data. Michael, what's your take on some of those themes that Andrew has highlighted there? Those thoughts on, on respectability and the global standing that the Isle of Man has, but some of the more specific areas that he's referred to as well. What, what, are, your, what are your thoughts when it comes to that all-important issue of reputation? I think reputation is, is the key to, or underpins everything we do. Um, here on the Isle of Man, as a, as a you know somebody who's, you know, who is proud to live and work here, um, it, it's it's always been at the forefront of of, of any of the developments that, that we do within within uh, the financial services sector or within the economy as a whole. Uh, Andrew mentions a variety of uh, of as aspects to that, into, from a practical perspective and from from an from the perspective of somebody who is looking to do business with the Isle of Man, but certainly. From the Isle of Man, you know the, the the strength of our regulatory system, the strength strength of our uh, legislative uh, framework, all uh, it, it is something that we're we're very very uh, keen to maintain, and to so we can demonstrate that 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 stability and security. I think to to clients and intermediaries who are looking uh, to do business with us, I think it's um, probably I could probably mention relevant to mention here that. Uh, International Investment Magazine has voted the Isle of Man the best international finance centre, you know, in three of the last four years, and uh, which is, was was very uh, very well received here here on the island. Now, Michael, the Isle of Man is a a, a crown dependency uh, with the power to create its own laws and legislation. How important is this, do you think, for any prospective uh, business clients who may be considering partnering? with an IFC such as the Isle of Man? Our independence is is key to a lot of things that we do. Uh, you know, I, I think that when the businesses are looking uh, at the Isle of Man as a jurisdiction or looking at jurisdictions generally, I think that's the, that that degree of political and regulatory stability that we can offer is something which I think, uh, which I think is well, well regarded. Uh, we are an independent um, uh, jurisdiction. Uh, we're a crown dependency. But we have the, the power to create our own um, uh, legislation and regulation uh, here on the island. Mm. In fact, um, I mean, I, I, if you look through history, I think we've got uh, what, what is, is often said to be the longest continuously sitting parliament in the world. That's Tinwald, isn't it? The, the parliament. Yes, that's right. So, um, you know, we, we, we have a, 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 a strong and robust you know, political system. Uh, we don't have party politics uh, in, in the way that some jurisdictions have here, here on the Isle of Man. So uh, I think that also provides a degree of, of stability uh, uh, in terms of the, of the, the political dimension uh, within our economy. And that independence 
What does it mean for you, Andrew, looking into the Isle of Man, and this, this uh, nation in the Irish Sea with a strong independent streak? How valuable is that for you? That's a very good question, John. It's actually uh, e- extremely valuable. Uh, there are two, two levels. At the top level, I think it's very important that clients have confidence that uh, the jurisdiction is not suddenly going to change its laws or going to change things very quickly. Uh, and, and we know that with the Isle of Man, that won't uh, or is most unlikely to happen because it has been around for so many years at the longest parliamentary democracy, if you like. And they have, it has a good track record of not, not doing things um, rashly. And the other, the other key point for clients is they wonder, well, if I come and set up a structure somewhere in country X, will country X be susceptible to pressure from the UK? Even though it's um, not directly governed by the UK, will it be susceptible to pressure from the UK? I think the answer with the Crown dependencies, the Isle of Man in particular we're talking about, is that it, is that it, won't, is that it won't be susceptible to that pressure. Whereas some of the UK's dependent territories are in a rather a different um, position, and the UK recognises this, so that is very important, I think, for clients when they're considering where to establish a structure. Do they do it in one of the UK dependent territories, uh, or do they do it in a crown dependency? Uh, our advice at Keystone is always to go to a crown dependency, and I particularly favour the the Isle of Man in that in that respect. Now, lastly, business, of course, isn't everything. But what do you think draws leading entrepreneurs, businesses, uh, investors to the Isle of Man? What is it about the Isle of Man that brings them here? Uh, Michael, first to you on that. In terms of bringing people to the Isle of Man and, 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 and looking at businesses, entrepreneurs and, and individuals, I think that uh, one thing which you know, I sometimes take for granted uh, being a Manx resident is that this is a fantastic place to live and work. And if that's represented from a personal perspective, I think that's also represented from a business perspective as well. It's a great, great place to be. It's a great location. Um, and one of the things which uh, we can demonstrate with our diversity of our economy and the, the, the quality of the people who, who work in the, in the Manx economy is the level of experience that we have here uh, to deliver services that people require. Um, you know, within financial services sector, you know, we, we, we're, we're the, we've got the global headquarters for se- several uh, life insurance companies. We've, we've got a very strong wealth management sector, professional services, fiduciary sector, banking sector. Um, so the, the services that people are looking for or businesses need, you know, we're very well able to deliver at the quality uh, and uh, 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 quality services and the experienced individuals that people that people are looking for. Um, we have uh, space, so we have the ability to, uh, to for businesses to come here and consider setting up a, um, a, a, an office or, or relocating to the Isle of Man, and we, we see that that happening all the time, um, both in terms of from the businesses' perspective, but from the individuals working within them or the owners of the, of the, the, the business. The Isle of Man is a great place to live. It's the safest place uh, in the British Isles, um, and it. Uh, uh, you know, in terms of you know, family life, the, the opportunities that people have, you know, are, are, are fantastic. From a pro- pro- professional perspective, uh, you know, the experience of uh, working in our diverse economy uh, gives uh, p- 
people looking to maybe move, come to the Isle to further their career, gives them fantastic opportunities to work in areas that they may not be familiar with in their in their in their home uh, jurisdiction at the moment. But in addition to all of that. Uh, you know, we're very proud here on the Isle of Man that uh, you know we, we've built this uh, a, a diverse economy, and uh, in, in the only jurisdiction which is itself uh, a UNESCO accredited biosphere. So that perhaps underlines, you know, the you know, my belief that this is a great place to to, to live and, and work, and the work-life balance is fantastic. Well, it's a, a fascinating picture that you have both painted, uh, but unfortunately now. We're out of time. Thank you to my guests, Michael Crow, Chief Executive of Finance Isle of Man, and Andrew Terry, tax partner with UK and Isle of Man-based Keystone Law. And thank you for listening to Talking Global Finance. It's been great to have you with us. And don't forget to like us, and please do share any comments you have about the podcast. Until next time, goodbye. Goodbye.